when I was 34 years old and suddenly diagnosed with thyroid cancer. I said, something happened. I have no idea, but I need to go back again. And as I went back each week, I finally asked, who are you? And I heard in my thoughts, I'm your guardian angel. I've always been with you. I will always be with you. And you're going to be okay, but you need to go through this cancer. One day in meditation, I felt this presence come forward. And in my mind's eye, I was clairvoyant. I knew it was the Blessed Mother, even though I was raised Jewish. But every day, she just stepped forward and made her presence known. I ran mm. up. I cried all the way home. And I said, if a complete stranger can hear and see mm. and receive exactly what, then it has to be true. Welcome to Soul Sisters Get Real, the show that goes deep in who we really are and why we are really here. We're your hosts, Karen from the States and Eleni from Australia. We've had heartfelt conversations as soul sisters for years, and we're ready to share our truths, stories, and life lessons with you. And to inspire you to connect to your truest essence, which resides deep within your soul. There'll be tears, there'll be laughter, and there'll be no holding back. So sit back, relax, and let's get real about the things that truly matter. Hello, beautiful people. We have a very, very special guest today that both Karen and myself are very close to, and she's been in the very important part of our journey. She is Karen Paolino, who is a renowned angel intuitive, soul medium, and international speaker, author, and trainer. Karen has been dubbed the real deal for over two decades. Karen has helped thousands of people around the world heal, connect, and rediscover their divine essence through her books, her workshops, and her certification programs. She is the author of several books, including 101 Ways to Meet Your Angels and Everything Guide to Angels, which was featured as Books to Read by Newsweek in 2016. She's been a guest speaker on Hay House Radio, and she showcases her keynote speaking expertise all over the place. And I am so excited that Karen is with us today. Oh, I'm excited I'm, to be here. <laughs> I'm so glad to have you. And I'll tell you what, I am uber excited because Karen was one of the first um, people that contacted me after Josh died for more of a more spiritual work. And at the time, I had no idea about the spiritual realm. And I remember Karen. You had contacted me and we had had contact before at a conference. We'll probably talk about that in a little bit, but you had contacted me and offered to do an angel session. And I don't really recall those days what it was, but I was like, yes, anything that has to do with Josh, I'm all over it. My son who passed away and you had offered to do it for me. And then probably a few months after that. So I would say six months after Josh passed away, my son I um, saw that you were conducting a connecting with your angels and angel guide. I think it was reading angel cards class. Does that sound right? Yeah, it's an yeah. angel messenger class. Yeah. Angel messenger class. Okay. And at the time, the only thing I knew about angels was that they were in the Bible and that angel Gabriel told Mar Mother Mary that she was going to have a baby and she wasn't even married yet. The Immaculate Conception. That's all I knew. And I wanted to know more. 
And that was the start of my, one of the starts of my spiritual journey is connecting with angels. I remember you did a past life regression at the end of it. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. Um, And then your uh, everything guide to angels was extremely helpful. So I love that book. I still refer to it. And that was my first contact with you. And it's so awesome to have you here on this podcast with us. And because you were the start of my journey, my spiritual journey in the beginning. And, and um, that goes for me too. So I'd like to welcome Karen into the show. What we're going to be talking about is Karen's um, introduction to angels for, with her own journey because it's quite fascinating. Karen's a Jewish woman. <laughs> and, and before she knew it, she's got a fascinating story about how Mother Mary appeared in front of her and how she was like, are you in the right place? I'm Jewish. And I'll let her tell the story. And then, you know, she's made it her life's work uh, to connect with angels and to help us connect with our own angels. And I love my sessions with Karen that I have every single year without fail. It's just so beautiful. So welcome, Karen Paolino. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. I know this is going to be an absolutely magical session. I can already feel it, you know, to think, I mean, just what you shared, Karen, it's just, Mm. you never know how you light the fire in someone just through being you and sharing your journey, sharing your passion. And I feel very, I felt very called to help people reconnect and embody their soul and also realize that they're never, ever alone and they don't have to journey alone and to co-create and collaborate with their divine family of many, including their angels, guides, loved ones, and spirits. So I was like you at the beginning, Karen. I just was not connected. I wouldn't even consider, I don't even, I was raised Jewish, but I definitely am spiritual, but I was not even claiming Judaism or spirituality when I was 34 years old and suddenly diagnosed with thyroid cancer. And my kids were three and one at the time. And I was actually four and one. And I was just in complete shock, fear. I wanted the cancer to get out of me, but something told me that I needed to heal on all levels, not just the physical journey and treatments that I had to go through, but I had to figure out, I don't know, this was like that intuitive knowing, which I wouldn't even have called it intuitive knowing back then, but it just came forward. And I knew I needed to heal, not just physically, but figure out why did I have cancer? And it led to an emotional, mental, and spiritual journey of healing. So during that first part of the diagnosis and starting to go through the medical process, I was teaching aerobics at the gym and there was a sign on the wall that said there was a four week meditation class. And do you want to find peace? And I was like, I don't care if it's a meditation class. I just need peace right now. So I went into a foreign 
setting. I just was not comfortable, didn't know much about meditation, but was looking for peace. And when I went to this group, I sat in the back and I was like, I don't want anybody to see me. I don't know what I'm doing. And, but I'm always pretty good student. And I followed the instructor through this guided meditation. And we went into a garden and we sat on a bench and she said, if anybody wants to come sit with you, invite them in. I'm like, my eyes are closed. I'm in a makeup meditation. Who's going to come sit with me, right? <laughs> and, right. you know, I was, I've always been a skeptic before a believer. And so I just sat there and was a good student and said, what, if somebody wants to come sit with me, come sit with me and just waited. And all of a sudden I felt somebody hold my hand and there was this bright light next to me. And so, you know, your mind always kicks in and says, am I making this up? Who could this be? Is it my grandmother that passed? I always wondered what happened to her after she died. And I just dropped into the experience. And when I came out of the meditation, I didn't share with anyone. I got in my car and I knew something had happened because I felt, no pun intended, but peace from the top of my head to the tips of my toes. And I said, something happened. I have no idea, but I need to go back again. And as I went back each week, I finally asked, who are you? And I heard in my thoughts, I'm your guardian angel. I've always been with you. I will always be with you. And you're going to be okay, but you need to go through this cancer. And from that point on, going through like this nine-month period of you know, medical procedures and everything, I just knew I wasn't alone. I felt this presence with me and I had to be in isolation for a two week period of time because I had a high dose of radiation treatment and I just didn't feel alone. And then as I started to add meditation to my daily practice, like you said, about a year and a half after I had recovered, was cleared of the cancer. I kept the meditation. I kept searching. I kept saying I still need to figure out why I had cancer. And I just followed that intuitive guidance. And one day in meditation, I felt this presence come forward. And in my mind's eye, I was clairvoyant. And I was clairsentient where I could see things and I could feel things, but I couldn't hear. And I knew it was the Blessed Mother, even though I was raised Jewish, I knew what she looked like or what she would look like in my mind's eye. And at first I thought, this is just a moment in time, but every day she just stepped forward and made her presence known. And by after a week, I was like, all right, so what are you doing here? And aren't there a lot of Catholic people looking for you? Like, what's going on? And again, I couldn't hear. So she wasn't saying anything to me. She was just making a presence. I felt peace and comfort. And then somebody, I told somebody on the spiritual path, you know, this is what's happening. What do I do? You know, and she's like, you need to go see this woman. She's, she's really connected with the Blessed Mother. 
And so I did. I went and she had dowsing rods and she was measuring energy and like, oh my God, I've lost it. And then all of a sudden the, the dowsing rods went way open and I felt the energy shift in the room. And she said, the blessed mother is here. And I'm like, I was like, I felt the energy shift and she started to give me messages and they all felt wonderful and good. But at the end, I'm always, you know, I always challenge, I'm a skeptic. And I said, I, I feel her energy here. And I felt when it kind of released and I, the messages feel great, but how do I know for sure? She said, ask her for a sign. I said, well, how do I do that? This is 20, like 25 years ago. Ask her for a sign. I said, how do I do that? She said, well, do you want something specific or do you want her to just give you a a sign? I said, oh, no, no, no. I got to ask specific because I don't want to question this. I said, she comes in and she has a ring of stars above her head, right? Mm -hmm. I said, I want a star, but it can't be this little star I find on the ground. It has to be significant. She goes, okay, when do you want it by? And I can still remember 25 years ago, Mm -hmm. it was a Tuesday. I said, how about by Friday? I'm a little impatient. She goes, okay, now go out and pay attention. I'm like, that's it? And she's like, yeah, go pay attention. So I leave her office and I'm like looking for a big star and a billboard. And I'm I'm like not looking on the road. I'm looking everywhere else. I'm like, okay, that this isn't working. I got to let it go. And so mm-hmm. I did. I had a business lunch and then my son was in daycare a couple days a week. And that day he was in daycare and I went and picked him up and usually he has a folder right by the door. And this day he comes running up to me. He's like, mom, look what I made. And he had cut out a yellow star. It said S-T-A-R on it and a glitter all over it. And it filled mm-hmm. up the page. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> freaked mm-hmm. out. I said, we got to go get in the car. <laughs> the star is here. <laughs> blown away. And that was it. That was yeah. like, how can I doubt? Mm-hmm. I need to trust. Mm-hmm. I invite you into my life. And since then, I've just keep growing my spiritual family. I call them my divine family of men. And what I love and what I'm hearing from your story also, and I'm learning this, and I know Lenny's learned this too, is it's that spiritual muscle where we aren't sure about it and we question it. And as we continue to open and work our spiritual muscle, that's when we start to get the more messages, right? Yes. And the most important thing, it's funny because this morning was my first week of the new eight week angel messenger. And I was, you know, brings me back into reminding people. But the most important thing is one, you have to invite. They Mm. will wait patiently. We have guardian angels. We have guides. We have loved ones in spirit. And they wait patiently until we're the ones that say, I invite you into my life. I'm going to ask to connect and communicate. I'm going to ask for signs. I'm going to ask for help. So it's always there. It's part of that oneness that Mm -hmm. we end up opening up to, but we have to invite, ask, Mm -hmm. and then be open to receive and pay attention. And so- Would you be willing to uh, give us an example or maybe a short little how people ask 
for that? Because I mean, yeah. you can say like, be willing to ask, but I think there's people that don't really know how to do that. Right. So, you know, I'm pretty simple and I teach pretty simple. And, you know, my experiences with the divine and the messages that I receive, the messages that I give, the messages I write about in my books. One is there's absolutely no formal way whatsoever. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, you can say it in your thoughts, you can say it out loud, you can write it. It's what feels comfortable for you. But it's almost like the way I experience it, it's almost like telepathy. Like I, if I say it out loud, it's heard. If I say it in my thoughts, it's heard. If I write it, it's seen. So if they don't, the angelic realm and the divine realm doesn't work in the same way that the human realm works in. So one is there and they don't sit there and count prayers. I tell people this because you, you, you can't imagine the conditioning that people go through in religion and they're told, you know, you don't ask for yourself. You don't ask too many times. That's all BS. Okay. It's you, there's no, there's infinity. So they don't, they don't see prayers as a big prayer, a little prayer, you know, 10 prayers or one prayer. It's, it's not like that in the divine realm. So you can ask as much as you want for yourself, for others. And most people forget to ask for themselves. They're much more comfortable. Such a good point. Such a good point. It reminds me of, you know, my mother and my sister, they they do a lot of prayers, like a lot every single day. And whenever something's going on with them, I say, did you pray for yourself? And they're like, no, we pray for others. It's like you're allowed to pray for yourself. <laughs> well, it's important to pray for yourself because you have to fill your own cup and let it, then it even overflows more to others in yeah. in prayer to others, right? Yeah. We've got it backwards. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, there's no formal, just to ask in any way. Yeah. Experiment. What feels right for you? Yeah. 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 That is definitely one of the things that I learned in the beginning from your class is they are all around us waiting and they're waiting to be asked. Yeah. And if you can imagine, it's to them, I was sharing this morning, it's an honor for them. They've been they've been waiting. There's no time and space there. So it does it's not like, you know, I'm 60 and they've been waiting 60 years for me. There's no time and space. They they just wait patiently. But seriously, I mean, this is the feeling I get like when I teach this morning and all there's a whole group ready to connect and communicate. I feel like they're like cheerleaders in spirit, jumping up and down, the game's starting. And seriously, there's there's as much enthusiasm there as there is for us asking to invite that miracle magic and grace into our lives Mm -hmm. can we just go back one step (laughs) because we're making assumptions that people like understand you know that they've got a guardian angel like who are their angels so can you give a little bit of background in terms of what is around us 
Yeah. What is, what, who, who is around us and what's going on? So, you know, I truly believe that if you've ever watched children, right? Hmm. And you really listen to children. And if you can, like, I can remember my kids. And when you're, think about holding a baby when they're born, right? They're so pure. And why does everybody feel so happy and smile? It's because they're in their pure state of coming from light and grace. And they're, they're just that pure love and we can feel it. Right. And then Mm. as we go through the different years of family and schooling and society, we start having to fit in, conform. We go through religious things. And so we forget that we, we, start to see each other in separate bodies, in separate lives, different. And really what we come from is this pure place of love and oneness and where when we're in spirit, we're connected to everything. But in the human experience, we almost drop into the this place of forgetfulness, right? Mm-hmm. So we forget who we really are, that we're like this loving divine being that we held at birth. We feel that purity and all of a sudden it starts to get cloaked, right? And so children, they still, they can pick up, like my daughter had imaginary friends, Kaney, Mm -hmm. Jamie, and Elizabeth. Josh did too. Huh? My son, Josh Biddle. And my son, too. So I believe, I really knew she was talking to her guardian angels. So guardian angels, think about this journey. I mean, think what all of us have been through, right? There's highs, there's lows, there's grief, there's joy. There's all kinds of experiences. So our creator, our source said, this isn't going to be all peace and lollipops Mm. and happiness and joy, you're going to have some trials and tribulations and you're going to be on a journey. So I'm going to gift you at least two guardian angels to walk by your side from your first breath to your last breath. And your Mm. guardian angels are not my guardian angels. We Mm. personally, I truly believe, and that's what came to me first was my guardian angel, Angelina, which who cares if I made up the name, but that's what came to me when I said, what can I call you? I don't believe they have names, but we use names to feel connected, right? Mm-hmm. And so we all have been gifted because we're so loved, these divine helpers who literally walk every step of the way with us. And then there's guides who drop in every once in a while, like I have writing guides. So my writing guides are there assisting me when I'm taking on a writing project. And sometimes I have teaching guides. So guides step in and out for periods of times, long, short. And then there's archangels with different roles, ascended masters, ascended masters, Jesus, Mary, Kuan Yin, Buddha, Archangels, Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, again, 
Just like we have different jobs, roles, gifts, specialties, they do too in the angelic realm. So they step in when they know they can help humanity. And if yeah. we call them in, then we can receive even that much more or we call them in for others and we can let go of fear and worry because we've invited divine beings to watch over. Yeah, I, I just want to presence that because in your class, I learned about all the archangels and I learned that Archangel Raphael was the archangel of healing and his green light. And our dog was really sick, probably like three weeks ago. Like we thought she might die really sick. And we didn't really know what it was. And she had been to the vet a lot of times. And I called in Archangel Raphael and imagined his green light and threw me to heal her. And she miraculously, we never found out what it was, is 100% better. And mm -hmm. I have to say, you know, I also prayed, but I have to say, like being able to call Archangel Raphael in to heal our puppy was, to me, it was life-changing. Right. And I'm also going to ask you, how did it feel for you to have that support, that calling, that mm -hmm. knowing? How did it help you? Very similar to like when we, when I would pray to God, right? Except knowing that he has a lot of helpers and that Archangel Raphael was there specifically for the healing and it did, it gave me peace. And I was able to let go of the feeling of, I have any control over this. I've given it now to Archangel Raphael and he gets to, you know, work his magic and do what, you know, what he does. So right. yeah, it felt great. And I truly believe that this is a huge piece about co-creating with the divine is that we're not inherently designed to act in fear and worry and anxiety. Mm -hmm. That's something we adapt to, we are conditioned in. So when we invoke the divine, we go back to remember that there's something much bigger happening and there's so much help and I can receive that so I let go of the fear because if you send fear and worry and anxiety to the dog or everybody else around, what's everybody going to feel? Mm -hmm. If you pray and you invite peace and you surrender and you let go, then you're in more harmony and balance with the dog and everybody else around you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And they feel our energy. So yeah. definitely. Exactly. Yeah. We're all energy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? Karen, you know, going back to your thyroid cancer, at which point did you know that it just was, it was gone? And how did that happen? Well, you know, at that point, because I had so much fear, I was really relying on the medical community. But, you know, I had so much fear. I remember calling my dad when I was in isolation and said, am I really going to die? Did they really tell me the truth or are you all gaslighting me and, you know, telling me what you want, you, what you think I want to hear? Am I really going to die? And I remember I was diagnosed in December that next September, 
I was at the gym and this woman was talking about having a psychic come to her house. And I'm like, I'd never been to a psychic, but I was intrigued. And all of a sudden it came out of my mouth, can I come? And I had just been, you know, said, you're cancer free, you're fine. And she was like, yeah, come. And I said, oh, I thought about it. I'm like, I don't know if I want to go. What if she tells me something bad? That's, you know, that's a fear that people have when they go for reading and everything. And something told me to go. And remember, my guardian's angel said to me, you're going to be okay, but you have to go through this. And when I sat down with this woman who knew nothing about me, she like read me like a book, like told me about my childhood, my past. And I was 34. And she said, I know you've had cancer, but you're going to be okay. And you needed to go through this. She said the exact same thing. And then she described my guardian angel, how I saw her. I didn't tell her anything. I didn't speak through the whole thing. She described my guardian angel, how I saw her. And I left there. I ran Mm. out. I cried all the way home. And I said, if a complete stranger can hear and see Mm. and receive exactly what, then it has to be true. And then I knew I was going to be okay, but I had to continue the journey I started on. Because I didn't, this is the knowing I had inside me. I have two young kids. I am going to get through this, heal it, and never bring it, never go through this again. Yeah, I love that. So I'm curious if you could tell our audience everything you've been through. Where are you now in your journey? Where has this led to you where you are now? You know, I love that question because... I look back at my cancer and say it was a blessing in disguise. It was my Mm -hmm. spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. And the journey with my, the soul, which I, that's a big part of my work too. And the journey with the angels, the angels taught me, this is very different than I expected. The angels and especially the blessed mother taught me what unconditional love was. And honestly, I, if you think about it, there's true unconditional love. There's very rare experiences on the human journey of true unconditional love. Mm -hmm. Like animals, I believe, yes. But as far as with our human relationships, even with our kids, we still have a responsibility. We have fears. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, we have, at least for me, I felt it was a huge responsibility being a mother Mm -hmm. and even with our partners, everybody's got their stuff, right? But the Mm -hmm. angels and especially the blessed mother showed me with uh, what unconditional love truly means. And I feel like that's, that was one of the sole lessons that I came here to learn is to learn what unconditional love and to practice it for myself and to be in practice with others. But I've come a long way in that. Like, I don't know if it's age or, but I have more peace with my 
myself, with my body, my spiritual practice is really hours long. And it's not because I have to, it's because I choose to. I love it between meditation and connection and walking in nature. I, that is just as important for me to, as serving others. And I need to do that to serve others. So I've learned how to let go and surrender and heal and be myself and trust. Trust is a big piece. And I, mm -hmm. I remember you saying something, Karen, at the beginning, like if I'd say one of the biggest growth areas of journeying with the divine, which is unseen and we have is trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So unconditional love and trust. I feel, I can't believe how far I've come and there's more to go, but because of those two pieces, I have peace more than I've ever, like you said, Eleni, I, you know, it, the spiritual path, can bring you such peace. I aloneness was a big thing on my journey and inviting this divine family was like, I'm really not alone. And that um, is so comforting. Yeah. That is so comforting. I find that so comforting that in your darkest hours, because we all have challenges because we're on planet earth and it's part of the experience of being here, is that just to always know that you're not alone. No one is alone. If only people knew that, that they're not alone, yeah. that they have their guardian angels by their side, that when you close your eyes and you call them in, you can actually feel them, right? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you ask where I truly feel we're all angels in disguise. So my journey with the angels just to say that same light is inside of me. Mm -hmm. And am I gonna, am I gonna awaken that? Am I going to call it forth? Am I going to be the light? And so, you know, I think I just last year or just last year, I started my own, you know, um, membership community, Awaken My True Self, because the journey has awakened my true self and continues to awaken my true self. But the true self is the divine within you. We're we're all it. If we took unzip these costumes right now, we would see exactly what we see or feel with the angelic realm. We would see all this stuff go the illusion and yeah, you know, just that soul. So, yeah, yeah, the soul inside of us. Yeah, and you would you would know that Josh is right here in co-creation he hasn't gone anywhere you know yeah. so it's mm -hmm. not just connecting with the angelic and the higher beings it's also one of the biggest losses and challenges we ha have is with grief and loss mm -hmm. and to know that our divine families part of our our human families moves to our divine family so yeah i would 
Yeah. I would have to say that is what carried me through is to know that, you know, he is still here and that it's just like you said, it's just those souls inside of these suits he doesn't have anymore. And we're all, you know, still family. And that has been huge for me. And that's probably one of the things I learned from you too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, my sister's been in spirit. She dies suddenly after two weeks, she had streptococcus, streptococcus, the flesh eating disease. And she's been gone 20 something Mm. years. Again, she was part of my spiritual awakening, losing her, Mm. but she's still gets through when she needs to get through. Yeah. She just he sent me a ring this ring, right? Mm-hmm. Was her her husband, you know, we have we barely talked to him because she didn't have kids. So mm-hmm. he's like, I found my mother passed. There was a box of theirs in the in her home. Can I send it to you? Do you want it? I'm like, sure. And her motorcycle jacket was in there and I took it out and it stunk. It had holes. She had, I mean, she loved this thing and she tried to keep it. And I'm like, it was one night in my kitchen and I said, it's got to go. So I put (laughs) it in the trash. I went for my walk on my walk. I hear over and over again, because I, I started to hear years ago after asking, can I hear you? Right. And that's the other thing. Say, can I feel you? Can I hear you? Can I see you? Can I know you? So once I asked, can I hear, I started hearing. And so I heard on my walk the whole time, check the pockets, check the pockets, check the pockets. So of course I come home and I forget to check the pockets. The next day I go for my walk, check the pockets, so I can't funny. believe you didn't check the pockets. No. That's the first thing I would do. <laughs> you know how I many th- times I hear things from people and everything? I'm like, so I couldn't. So it finally went in the trash, pulled it out, and I'm looking in the pocket. And swear to God, I went in the pocket and there was a hole in the pocket, dug into the hole and found the ring. Oh, wow. The ring. 20 yeah. something years later. Mm-hmm. incredible right so they don't there's no time and space there even if she's incarnated again her soul mm-hmm. her soul essence is still accessible to all of us we're yes. all a soul so we can yeah. connect soul to soul that's what you guys have learned yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. and what i love about what you said you know the more the trust and surrender and hours of meditation and taking your time for your walk. And yet you still write books, you teach classes, you have a membership course, and you get, you figure out how to make it all work. And yet you have your space and you have surrendered your time for whatever is meant for your soul. And that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I don't know how often I can say it enough. And again, until you're ready to experiment, until you're ready to believe, until you're ready to try it. And when I said I wasn't going to take clients till after 1230, do you, don't you think my fear came up? Like I'm an entrepreneur. Well, how am I going to make the money? And how am I, what are clients going to think? Are they going to leave? And are they going to get angry? And I said, I'm going to experiment. And I have to tell you, 
I was so much better for everybody else when I filled Mm -hmm. and took that time and I became more creative. I could create more. I could do more. So it's, again, I've realized we do things opposite. It's totally, we do. You things told opposite. me that story. I interviewed you for something else, Karen, and you told me that story. And it was a big, like, dun, 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 dun. this is something you need to do. And so I did it too for most days of the week. And it's just so incredible to wake up, meditate first, then go to the gym, then go for a walk on the beach, then have breakfast, then pick a card or two <laughs> for yeah. the day, yeah. and then sit down on the at the computer. It's just like that's from you. I got that confidence from you because I, I've, I've had this belief that you just can't do that. You've got to start very, very early. And, um, well, Karen did it and uh, she said that that's where her creativity came from and that's where we need to we need to feed our soul. We need to give out time to our soul to breathe. Yeah. 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 It just yeah. creates this beautiful flow. Mm-hmm. It really does. I came in, you, you just got to try it and figure it out. But everything somehow falls into place, right? It always does. Yeah. It always does. That trust oh, so many, yeah, so many nuggets of wisdom that you have shared with us. Oh, Thank you. I love sharing, and I just want other people to be open, right? It's you got to be open, and you know who would have thunk? I, I wouldn't have imagined that life would be what it is if I hadn't been open. Or yeah. Asked. In terms of being open, like people are receiving signs, but they put them down as coincidences or like, well, it was just a coincidence. It's, there's no such thing as a coincidence. Yeah. And so the more you recognize these signs, the more you'll be connected to the other realm, the more that you will see, the more that you will feel, the more that you will hear. Just like you've just explained, Karen, which is so beautiful. We're so grateful for everything that you've shared today. So grateful. I think what would be really, really beautiful to close this session today is just for everybody to have the opportunity to to feel the grace that is around us by perhaps leading us to a closing prayer would be just I love that. Okay. So just take a deep breath of openness. Like just be open. Just imagine that instead of four walls around you of our human experience, that these walls just come down and there's so much love and presence and family, divine family of many waiting to be remembered, waiting to be connected and communicated with. So imagine a circle around you. I want you to take a deep breath of worthiness and feel worthy that your creator loved you more than you could ever imagine being loved and said, when you take your first breath, I'm going to gift you two guardian angels to walk by your side, to walk sometimes in front of you, to guide you, 
sometimes to walk behind you and nudge you. Sometimes they will carry you through the most difficult times. Sometimes they will just hold your hand and say, I'm here, you're loved, you're not alone. That these beautiful messengers were gifted to you and will be with you and walk you home after your last breath. So just take a deep breath of worthiness and say, I'm open to receive the love, support, guidance, signs, miracles, synchronicities, clues from my guardian angels, comfort. And then feel those loved ones that have gone before you and have passed that you miss are also part of your divine family and their ancestors. So the circle of support is getting bigger and bigger. And when those walls come down, religion, the walls of religion come down. So you don't have to be any certain way to receive the help of Jesus, Buddha, Kuan Yin, Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, and feel these divine helpers as your family grows even more. Now take a deep breath. Hear these words from your beautiful divine family. You are so loved. You are so, so loved. There's nothing you could have ever done, said, chosen. Nothing could have ever happened to you that would change this love. So it's time, if you're ready, if you're open, if you invite and ask to receive unconditional love, support, miracles, grace, it comes in all forms, always, always. So now the walls are down. There's an entire universe open and you are the light inviting love and grace and miracles. So feel it coming to you. Open your heart like a beautiful flower to the light of day. Say, yes, I am open, I allow, I invite, I accept, I am worthy, I am loved, I am never alone. And take a moment and ask right now for any support, any healing, anything you would like help there's no limits. And one of the highest prayers you can say is, show me all that love is. If that's the only thing you welcome every day, show me all that love is. So much grace will unfold in your life. 
And together in trust and believing, we always close a prayer with, and so it is. So it is. And thank you, thank you, thank you, as if it's already been done. And then just let it go and be open, pay attention, receive, watch. Thank you. So beautiful. (laughs) I love being in your energy. (laughs) I love being in both of your energies. It's like being back home, right? I love it. It's so good. So excited that uh, you are coming on today, Karen. And we're definitely going to get you back because there's more to talk about because yeah. uh, more than more than what we've offered today, but it was absolutely incredible. I also want to say that um, both myself and Karen, you know, have, have gone and seen Karen and had the most incredible blessings. And if you can't, if you don't feel like you can connect in with your guides now, um, Karen can do it for you. She's done it for me. She's done it for me every single year. Um, I go to her. So we're going to put all your contact details on the show notes. Okay. Is there one last thing that you'd like to say or? No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you are allowing all this great energy gifts tools, transformation, learning to go out into the world. So thank you. Thank you for stepping into your own light. Really. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here and the start of my journey. I appreciate that. So grateful. You know, that's when you listen. And I just knew after I heard about your son, I said, I'm just going to say, if you're open, I offer you a soul mediumship session and yeah. yeah. And you said, yes, you could have said no, you know? Yeah. You could have said no. Yeah. You didn't. You said yes. Yeah. And you so can say, yeah. to say yes. Say right? yes. When yeah. opportunities come our way, we've got to say yes. We've yeah. all got them. The, yeah. the guardian angels arrange everything for us. We've just got to say yes. Say yes. Beautiful. Thank right. you so much, Karen Paulino. Thank you. Blessings, everyone. Thanks for watching. We hope you loved it. And if you did, please like this video and subscribe to the channel. And remember, always connect to your truest essence. And choose love. We'll see you next time.